Maybe y'all wives and if your others got up done a little something for you this morning. I ain't gonna ask for no show of hands. <laughs> Amen. Well, all right. we uh gonna get back to the to the book. If you ever want to find the devil, just he he comes pretty quick on Sunday morning. He'll, he'll show up real quick on Sunday morning. Oh, yes, oh. Oh. Take a bow. Take a bow, Miss Sherry. Take a bow. I got. We're leaving at 815. If you're riding me this morning, you better be ready. That's what I got. <coughs> my truck's in the shop. Both of my truck's in the shop. I ain't got nothing but a motorcycle and four wheels. <coughs> so I said, I said, can I ride with you this morning? 815, you be ready. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'll be, I'll be ready. And, uh, all right. Our quote for the week. <coughs> it's kind of going to go along with our lesson. <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's not what you're capable of, it's what you're willing to do. We're all capable of a lot, but we're not always willing to do it. And you got you, it's, That's where the rubber meets the road in life. Is are we willing to do it? Alright, we're on page 20. It seems like it's been a month since we had Sunday school. But so far in our book, we, we, we've, we've talked about learning to, to expect from your giving what, what, what God benefit he said he would benefit you if you would participate in, in giving. Anybody need a need a, need a book for it? Everybody yes, okay. Uh, on page twenty would benefit. We talked about prosperity and what prosperity is is used for. And so we ended week before last we were on on decisions and, and how to hear from God. Um we're gonna read a little bit then then, then I want to show you some stuff on the board. Um and we talked about some of this as time goes past, but but I heard Bill Winston this week, and he really put it in a way that was I thought was very understandable, better than I've tried to explain it. So so we, we'll see some of that 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 as we go. What page you said? On twenty. Twenty. That uh, that second paragraph. Nobody talks more than God. God's always talking, but we're not always hearing. This first page here is. Just a quick review. And then we talked about the Holy Spirit being our, our mentor and, and for Him learning to... The, the, the Scripture there is, but when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. And that word guide means to lead or to give impressions, to, to remove hindrances. And so that's the Holy Spirit's job is to start teaching us how to follow these impressions and follow these directions that, that, that He gives us. And, here, and then, then on this, uh, on the second to the bottom paragraph, it says since the since the Bible, which was written by the Holy Spirit, contains numerous verses on the subject of money, shouldn't we as Christians expect God to talk to us about financial abundance? The Holy Spirit has numerous ways of communicating His instructions, and one of the most overlooked ways is He speaks simply through inner impressions. In Proverbs eight. In verse 12 was the, was the verse that we ended on. And then we'll get on into today's Bible lesson. Proverbs 8 and verse 12. 
says, our wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Now, I call that icy. Ideas, concepts, and insights. That's what the Holy Spirit is supposed to do is give us ideas, concepts, and insights of whatever situation we, we find it. And so that's what we ended. Then, then we moved in. We just got started <clears throat> on spiritual deafness. And that's what we want to talk about this morning. They need to hear that about the intersection when I tell them something. Tom Bates. If you don't follow her inner impression, you're going to get an outer impression. That's what she's talking about. All right, spiritual deafness. Uh, you know, I, I'm at the point in my life where I'm tired of redoing stuff. You know, you, when you're young, you start doing stuff and you find a cheap way to do it, the quick way to do it. And then when you hit 40, 45, you spend the rest of your life redoing all that mess you've done in your early life. I see somebody. <laughs> and so I'm just at the point that I want to do it one time, and I, I want to be be done with it. I, I don't I don't want to, want to do it. Do what? He said, "Thank God, finally." If he comes in, please repeat that. Terry's a little behind. He's been find out. He got to start fixing all that stuff at some at some point. But you know, and and I tell you this because the Lord got on to me. You know, you're to the point that our, all this information we know as Christians and, 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 and we learn, when are we ever going to put it to work? I, I don't have to miss it no more. If I miss it, it's, it's by choice now. Because we've understood how to get our prayers answered. We've understood how to hear from the Lord. We, we, we've understood that. And, and, and so, this is what I said. And I, I, wrote, I wrote it down here uh, out of my other book. And I, I said, well, you know, because it takes time to pray, pray in the Spirit, stop, listen, try to find. And I said, I said, Lord, I just don't have the time. He said, you got time to deal with all the problems. Take that time and do this. You want to deal with all the problems. I'm like, slap in the face. You, it, we got time. It's just what are we willing to do with the time? Uh, you know, so we have these answers if we're willing, willing to, to address them. All right, there are several ways the Holy Spirit speaks to you. We think we can get going here. <clears throat> Number one, His written word. Your word is a lamp. It's page, page twenty-two. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And this is where we want to settle this morning. Number two, <clears throat> He speaks through inner impressions, making you know what He's saying. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now hear or bear. But when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. Now I made some notes because I want to kind of try to do this 
in 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 order this morning. And, and me and Smiley did some talking about about this this week. You know, the, the the blessing of the Lord is supposed to produce the Garden of Eden around us. That that's what that blessing, that that anointing, that burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. It was given to Adam, and then we got it back when, when, when Jesus came. That power flowing out of us is supposed to <laughs> cause the Garden of Eden to, to develop around us in our home. Our, the Bible calls it the dwelling. You know, what, whatever you're dwelling in, not just your house, but your family, your, 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 what you do, the things you own, all, all of this. So, you know, in, in January, we got hit by the tornado. It, it it really frustrated me, uh, in there, because I'm learning when I now when I see the curse, I can call it out real quick. You know, the curse is any negative impact on your life. See, so 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 boom that 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 was the curse. You know, and, and as Miss Bob was talking this week, you know, and and I've been talking to the Lord about this. If 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 I'm supposed to produce the Garden of Eden around me. Then, why do I have to put up with these constant downpours of rain? Why can't the rain be balanced and even like I need it? That's the blessing. The other is, and what I say about the rain, because when you do what we do, we have to kill these big 20 foot swaths under the pecan trees. We kill it down to the dirt. Well, when you get a two inch rain in an hour, it just washes away and then we haul dirt back and it washes away and we haul dirt back and it washes away. I mean, it's just a constant fight. And, and, but if I believe that, then I should be able to, to, to develop to the point that I can get, now we always gonna have troubles and we're gonna have problems. I mean, we don't get exempt from that. That's not what I'm trying to say. You're gonna live a trouble-free life. But if you ever noticed lately, them big red thunderstorms, they, you look north to Birmingham, south to Mobile, there ain't none. And it's all boom, sitting right in here. You know, and then another one, then another. It's not any consistent. So that was my questions, uh, in trying to learn how, how, how to, 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 to balance that out because, because we, we work from experience, from our five senses. That's where we basically, you know, we, we used to working on things and working things out. And, and and that's not it not not it, it, exactly scriptural. And we talked about it this in the past. This is the light line, L I G H T, light line. All right. Adam lived above the light line in heaven. Okay. When he fell, he moved down. When he when he fell. Time and knowledge went linear. What, what do I mean by that? Well, now you've got to have the first grade to understand the second grade to understand the third grade. Before he failed, see, knowledge was discernment. He just knew. He just knew. He didn't have, didn't have to explain it, didn't have to think it through. He just knew, see. And that's that words that we get now... When, when we, and we spend some time above this light line when we get that information from the Holy Spirit. We, 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 we're up here, see? And then, see, time to us is minutes, hours, seconds. But above the timeline, time is only 
for appointed events on 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 a line. It's not anything to do with the way we see. But when we fail, then we become linear, and now we operate by time, or we operate down here in the five senses. Y'all with me? Now, this is what I'm sure about what Bill Wynn said. It made it real a lot clearer than than than, than what I'm trying to trying to say here. He called it 3D and 4D. Down here is 3D. Up here is 4D. This is time, space, matter. That's what we have to deal with below the timeline. And remember that Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is an example of how we should live. Huh? Oh. I, I got a scripture on it. I want to see. I'll just have to. Your messages. We know. I ain't got no secrets. But thank you. But if you notice that Jesus, and we need to spend a lot of time in the Gospels, Jesus was our example of how to walk above the light line. You know, Jesus walked through the wall, right? Jesus, when they went to push him off the cliff, what does the Bible say? He just walked out amongst them and they couldn't find him. He just took that little force shield. He just walked out amongst them. And you read about, uh, you know, one of the accounts where he walked on the water. You know, he, he's up in 4D. But it also says as soon as he got to the boat, boom, they were at the land. Just boom. Just like that. 4D. Faith. Faith. When we pray and we believe God, faith pulls us up into this 4D realm because 4D is supposed to dominate 3D. We as born-again Christians, go go to uh, Genesis 1. We're supposed to dominate time, space, and matter. We've been over the scripture many times. It says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, let them have dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over the cattle. That's the father, the, uh, the guys from the prison. Not the guys in the prison. <laughs> I tell you something funny though. I, I, I don't get that, that. Just made me think. You know they 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 in there because they ain't that smart at crime. We had a few weeks ago. You know, cell phones. I started getting in that. You know, contraband. They getting in there. These two guys are gonna beat up this other prisoner, and they put it live on Facebook. I'm like, That's about the smartest thing you ever done. Ain't it? <laughs> So we ain't always dealing with with, with, with the top class there. And they're like, you know, what do you expect? How, how, you didn't expect nobody to see it or not, not nobody to find out about it. Anyway, back to where we're at here. Genesis 1 and 20, 26. And God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, 
over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now that's, see, that's God's ultimate best for us, is for us to have dominion and dominate our circumstances instead of our circumstances dominating us. Now, when we deal with circumstances, every circumstance has a key issue. And when we have that problem, whether it's financial, whether it's health, whether it's with our children, whatever it is, there is a key issue in there. And if we can find out what that key issue is, see, then we get over the problem real quick because we know what... Like if you got something wrong with your body, you need to find out not that they call it high blood pressure, but what is causing the high blood pressure. And then you deal with the cause, and then you don't have the high blood pressure. Does that make sense? That, that's just an example. Whatever it is in your life, if you've got financial problems, you need to go, Lord, and find out where it's stemming from something because it's under the curse, and we redeem from the curse, and we don't have to put up with it if we're willing to do the work to put it behind us. And whatever that, that is, you know, it's different for everybody, and, and a lot of us have a lot of issues going on at the same time. See? But we need to find out what those key issues are, deal with the key issue, and then the problem goes away, see? And you get that prayer. Prayer puts you up in this 4D, D realm, see? That's what prayer does. That's what faith does. Faith, what is a miracle? But getting above the light line and having time compressed. So, uh, and I've said this many times, but I don't have a better example. If you break your arm, it's six weeks or so to get it healed, right? But if you get a miracle, it happened in an instant, right? But whatever that six-week period took, that same process took, happened, but it was compressed because it got above time. And it happened instantaneously instead of over six weeks' time. Does that make sense? See, you got above that light line and you got that miracle. It's the same process because God don't deviate from the healing process. It just happened in an instantaneous amount of time. See, instead of it taking the whole thing out. And that's what prayer and believing these scriptures you know, gets you up above because these things, as long as we're below this, this line, these things dominate our thinking. Our problem, our issue dominates our thinking and it clouds our ability to hear. See, Because instead of meditating on God trying to get that key issue, when you sit down in that chair or when you lay down at night, what happens? Your mind goes right to that issue. Right? And it starts trying to reason that issue out. See, and we don't need reasoning. We need that discernment of, hey, this is what is starting the issue. You deal with this issue, the rest of the problem will go away. See? And that, that's what we have to learn. That prayer brings us above. And we have to understand that whatever's going on in our life, we are designed to dominate that. God gave us that dominion. We just read it. He gave us that, that dominion. And, and if you read down in verse 28, you know, it, it, it talks about controlling your environment or it'll control you. And that's the brother Mr. Road. Either our circumstance is driving us or we're driving our circumstance. One of the two in there. And like I said, for Jesus was our example. Now, now think about this and you'll see what I'm saying here. He told Peter specifically, uh, this ain't no newsflash, but the Galilee had been fished dry. 
You look at all through the Bible, everybody fishing in Galilee, nobody caught nothing. Alright? It was pretty much overfished and fished out. Alright? Jesus told Peter specifically, you push out from the land, you put your net on the right side of the boat. See, that's specific information to get him over the problem. See? Alright? So what happened? He got a net full, a boat full of fish. Okay? But now, the fish didn't come from the Galilee. They came through the Galilee. They come out of four deep through the Galilee. Remember the lady in the Old Testament with the oil? What did the promise? What do you have in your house? I only have this pot of oil. See, then he told her, you go borrow as many vessels as you want. This is on you now. You borrow all you want to. As many vessels as you can. Alright? So we know that there wasn't enough oil in that pot to fill up all those vessels that she got, right? See, the oil didn't come out of the pot. The oil went through the pot. You follow me? It's coming out of four, it went through the pot. See, your supply line is up here. But whatever your flow is in the natural, it's going to come out of here and go through that. So you notice, Jesus never asked anybody for anything. He took what He had and made what he needed. He always asked him, what do you have? What do you, we got four loaves. This time we got five loaves. He asked him, what do you have? What what do you have for this to flow through? See, it's going to come out and through. It, I, I see a lot of blank faces. Would you? The women, you got some questions. I mean, this is important <coughs> that you understand that it comes through. And that's the same thing with the thoughts. You won't, and we talked about this last week, you'll know when God talks, because you, you'll just know that it didn't come this way, it came this way. Something told me to do that. Well, if you go back and examine that, you'll realize that it didn't come outside in, it come up this way, that was told you not to. You know, and then most times we say, man, I should have listened to that, you know. I knew not to do that, or, or go over there, or, or whatever the case was. You, you see that. Alright, now, I'm gonna take you, take you a step deeper here in this. So this is this. So how do I use all this information? I reckon is what, what where are we at? First, let's go to Second Corinthians. I skipped all that. Got ahead of myself. Second Corinthians chapter. Four. We're going to read verse 16 through 18. And for time's sake, we'll just do it here as an amplifier. <coughs> it says, Therefore, we do not become discouraged, utterly spiritless, exhausted, and wearied out through fear. That's how, I, when we got problems, that's how we end up. We, we come spirit, you know, we just drained. We just empty. We just ain't got no more fight left in us. Though our outer man is progressively decaying and wasting away, yet your inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. Our light, a momentary affliction, this light distress of passing hour, is ever more and more abundantly preparing and producing and achieving for us an everlasting weight of glory. So, He's saying, we're using these trials and problems we have 
to practice staying in the 4D. So how do you think that they, they, they stayed all them days out on that ship in them storms? How do you think Paul threw those sticks on the fire and the serpent jumped out and beat him? He's supposed to have been dead in a minute and he had no effects. He's above he's above the light line. Faith keeps him above the light line. See, faith what does the Bible say about faith? Faith is the substance of things. See that all that, that, that physical substance started with faith above the light line. That's why you're supposed to I'll get him here and say, let's read this. Verse 18. Since we consider and look not to the things which are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For things that are visible are temporal. Whatever you see, your problem say it's temporal. It's temporal if we apply these principles. It means it's not going to be there forever like we think it is. But the things which are invisible are deathless and everlasting. So what does that say? We have to quit getting in our five senses and letting our thinking be dominated by our problem. I think it has to be dominated by by the solution. See? Why is that so hard to do, though? I mean, because I'll tell you, like me, for example, I've listened to everything you said, and I'm one of the ones that's got that confused look because I'm stuck on 3D. And most of us are. Most of us are. So why is it so hard? Even though we know what we're supposed to do and what we got to do, why is it so hard to commit to get past that line? All this take is baseball. Why is it so hard when a batter got two strikes, he's going to swing at the next thing no matter what comes? It could be in the dirt, it could be over his head. I feel like, feel like they... He ain't spent time disciplining himself right. on what not to do. And that's why this, I mean, our whole life from time we're born to we die... We won't ever always get this right. It's a constant practice. See? But we have to start disciplining ourselves. To because you've heard me say this we spend a lot of time. Fear only comes when you perceive a loss. If you don't perceive anything negative happening to you, then there is no fear. It only comes when you perceive a loss. See? And then that loss perception causes us to start meditating and worrying or thinking about that situation. When we have that, see the Bible says don't be anxious about anything. Anything. So when you first start you got that's when you start this discipline. Oh, no. You said don't be anxious about anything. Pray about everything. But he said if you read it, it said be specific. Okay, Lord, I'm not going to be worried about this. I'm done thinking about it. See? And if you pray about it be definite detail. What what do you need from him in this specific situation? Don't don't pray these general prayers. Be specific. See? Be detailed with God on what you need. See? And then from that point on, the Bible says what? When I pray that, I believe I receive it. Right then, see, I believe I receive what I pray. So <coughs> in the 4D, that need is already met. Now, I have got to say what I believe from now on instead of what I have until that 4D manifests in the 3D. Go with me. But what we do, we do that, and then five minutes later, we catch ourselves back down here thinking about it again. 
See? The Bible says in, in, in is it Philippians 4, 4, 6, casting all your care upon him once and for all. See, so every time you pick that thought, you say, no, that's not my thought. I, I, I repent, Lord, that's not my thought. I'm not thinking about that. And, and to start with, you may do that every second. But as you begin to do it, you begin to separate yourself and you'll think about it less and less. And the next thing you know, you won't be thinking about the problem. You'll be thinking about what you asked for. See, that's got to be your mental image. You have to get it out of the out of the time, space, and matter into what they start seeing what you want, not what you have. That's what puts you above above the line where, where that help. And then, see, with everything we do, it happens in the spirit first, and then it manifests in the natural, good or bad, evil or good. It starts here and manifests down here. That's the only way. Most of the time, when people are spiritually dense, the only time they see it is when it's here. They didn't see it when it was up here. But, but what we're talking about today, we'll begin to see it up here, then we can convert it from being down here. Why do you correct your children? To keep bad things from happening to them. Right? You want to correct them up here, and they're not experience it down here. That's the same thing we say here about God. You know, the, 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 the praying, the listening, keeps you up here, and then you can avert it down here. Y'all with me? All right. We 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 good on that. Now discernment. What what does we talked about discernment? You know, it, it says that Jesus discerned their thoughts. Jesus operated up here. He knew what they they were thinking. Discernment. When you have discernment, you need no teaching because you just discernment is just knowing. I, I just know. You know, you ever know something about your children? Nobody don't have to tell you. Nobody will say nothing. They don't have to do nothing. You just know. When they come on, you just know that they've been doing something they ain't supposed to do. I tell you what, my, my youngs had a hard time with their mama. She could read their mail. I'm over there sleeping. I don't know what she was doing, but she knew exactly. She could tell them what they done when they come home. <laughs> yeah, I was way down in 3D by then. <laughs> I'm way down there. But that's what he's talking about. But, but 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 you need that information not to chastise your children, but to keep them out of the 3D. You know, if they know Mama knows, and I know Eric and Matt got some of that too, Mama just knows. See, that Mama knowing keep you from doing a lot of stuff that you would do because it's going to beat me home. See? And then you're going to get beat when you get there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Dalton ever moved past 3D. See, I, I, this, this is them of what you just said. You just cap that boy. You just cap, because when you say that, then what's he think? Well, I never get past that. I, I, I can't get past that. And I'm, I'm just picking on me, but, yeah. but he knows I, I don't mean nothing by it. But, but, but as us parents in 3D, we teach our kids this unbelief of what they're capable of and what they're even, even if you think it's stupid, don't ever tell your kids you think it's stupid. Because when you do, you put limits on them. They can't go, because they believe you more than they believe anybody in this world. They won't always tell you that, but they do. And what they think and how they think and how they talk comes from how you think and how you talk. <clears throat> Kids are not like their parents so much by genetics, it's by what they hear and see parents do. You know, I, 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 my, my dad hadn't been around a lot in, 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 in 35 years, but I catch myself even Saying the same things he said, the same mannerisms that he had. Why? 
because in them early years, you got those impressions from Him. See? And, 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 and what happens when we have a problem, while we have fear, is because we see that limitation. We see what we think that thing's going to do to us. And that limitation came from some information we got here. Mama, daddy, experience, a friend. We got that information somewhere here that caused us to put this thing is not possible. See? It's, it's, it's not possible. This can't happen to me. You know, I can't get out of it. All that information comes from the sense realm from somebody and put the, and then we are very bad, you know, and I didn't do it with my kids, so I'm not saying I'm some kind of perfect person. I've had to go back many times, you'll hear me say, and talk to them and straighten things out as, as, as I learn. But, but we tell them that they can't, you know, and then they develop that can't mentality. And then lots of times they won't even try because they believe what you said, so what's he trying? I ain't gonna accomplish it. I can't do it. Daddy said I can't do it. Mama said I can't do it. See, and, and we and, and we develop that into them, not intentionally, not trying to do harm. We're trying to do it in a good way, but it's not perceived that way. It, it's perceived as limitations in in their human spirit. See, that causes those those, those limitations. So you're saying those kind of things are are learned. That's learned, right. Learned limitations. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't, and, and, and everybody's different, but there's something you run up against. You will either decide you can or you cannot get over that hump. That cannot information came from below that light line. Now I can't tell you where it came from. You'll have to examine. I said, was it mama, daddy, schoolmates, you know, a friend or, 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 or whatever. But that information didn't come above the light line because can't ain't up here. Can't is only down here. And we develop that can't. And the more we develop that can't, the more we use it. And then eventually we just even quit trying. See? Because what's the use? It's going to turn out like it did before. Well, because you just said it, it's going to turn out like it did before. you got to quit saying what you're saying and <coughs> thinking what you're thinking. And it'll change the outcome of what you're trying to do. Is fear a learned behavior? Fear is a learned behavior. Read about it. You've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power. Love and sound mind. But if I'm Romans, watching you, go to Romans eight. Okay. Are my fears okay. from you? Now, like, now in that I, case, it could be okay. You still might learn it from me. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Because yes. like yes. I can tell, like as mm-hmm. Justin grows, my fears grow. Uh huh. That's right. Romans eight fifteen. And you're gonna see danger like you've never seen before when yeah, you start having right. kids. You didn't ever, when you was young, you run with your hair on fire. You didn't see it. The older you get, you see it for your kids. Mm-hmm. Romans eight fifteen. <laughs> That's right. And being that the things you were just talking about, those are subconsciously learning it. Uh, don't get ahead of me, Bob. Okay. <laughs> I got three pages of notes this morning, Bobby. Don't get ahead of me. I ain't got the page two yet. I wrote this down where I could try to go in the order and keep it. Well, we do it in love and hope that we protect. That's right. That's right. We're not trying. That's right. Mm -hmm. They're really not. You don't want them to fail. Yeah, and I don't ever want to come across like we intentionally harming our kids. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. Thank, thank you for that. Yeah, we're doing it out of love and concern, but we got to remember we're doing it on the below the light line. We're doing it on the three D level. We can do the same thing on the four D. What is how you do that? You teach them how. 
to respect things and why things work like they work and why it'll hurt them. Don't do it because I said don't do it. You ain't taught enough. And I, I said that a hundred times. Yeah. Do it because I said do it. But you've only kept them here. Why can't they do it? What is the result if they do do it? See? We want them to get knowledge without experience. Just like I'm talking about another week. It's what God with us. That's why the tree of knowledge and evil was so bad because He wanted to give them knowledge without them experiencing it. And when they ate and fell below the light line, now they get their knowledge through experience. So if 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 we if we try to tell them not to do it before they experience and they don't listen, and they do, have we failed or is it? Uh-huh. Is it it's different? human nature. How many of y'all have done something bad for not do? A lot. <laughs> I was going to say, because it's a matter of my house, I don't even have to say anything. But, 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 because, because, <laughs> remember, we, we, I don't remember when I did it, I did. I, I, I preached yeah. five times in a week. I remember, you know, we talk, at some point I talked about the sin principle. I don't remember when I talked about the sin principle. But that sin principle is built into us. Because Adam failed, we're all born into sin. we all push toward wrong, we never push toward right. That has to be redone and retrained, see? And a lot of times, you tell them and you tell them, you're trying to help them, but until they do it and find out it's the truth, and then if, if, if they in the right, if we keep them in the right environment, then they begin to value more what mom and dad says. Then mom and dad's telling me this, so I don't get what I got last time. See, as a learner, they're going, they're going to do it. Let me say this quickly. We've got five minutes now. Alright. So you got a question. Remember now, and, and you can read these two on your own. Proverbs 20 and 27 and Psalms 18, 28 to back up what I'm fixing to tell you. Um, you know, back to what the Bible says, your spirit never sleeps. Your spirit does not sleep. Alright? But your spirit, based on what you're thinking when you go to sleep, is either replenished or diminished. Okay? If you go to sleep with your worries... Then you're in. Remember now, just like our book, the satanic forces live up here too. See, and if we go to sleep with the worry, then all night long our spirit is being fed in that worry side. But if we go to sleep with the question to God. If we're born again, you know, the Holy Spirit lives into us. Lives in us. So we got access to all of this knowledge, see? And we propose those questions to God, and while we are asleep, our spirit is being fed by the Holy Spirit down into our subconscious. And then tomorrow you'll wake up and you'll say, Man, I got it. You'll just be doing something, you'll say, It'll just come. You'll just say, Man, I understand that. I got it. I know what to do. The light came on. That's what those scriptures are going to say about illumination, see. But we've got to be careful what line we got open at night and what's feeding our spirit and our subconscious at night, see. We have to go, and then we go to bed with, with the question to God is, what do I do here? How do I? And then you just begin to know, you just, you just begin to, to discern, see, that information coming from the 4D is downloaded inches. And the more we practice this, it becomes more and more second nature and second. But first, let's stop the worry. Don't be worried or anxious about anything. And everything by definite petitions, definite prayer, 
to God and to what you need in that situation, see, then that's the information that, that we want out of, out of this realm. Because we, we, we should be walking in these suddenness. You know, we should walk along suddenly. We just know. Suddenly, I just understand. And then, suddenly, then, I, I tell you, that, that this, for the bell rings, you know, me and Pastor, we go a long way back. And, and it took a long time for us to, to, to fully understand how we would work together or why we should even work together. And, and, and I'm saying it's because, because of this right here. And, 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 and the Lord was, was very, we didn't know it at the time, but He used a lot of things for us to understand how we could trust each other and, and, and depend on, on each other. And it's way, I was reading in the Amplified, you know, you know, not many years ago, people hated anything but the King James Version. Alright? A lot of people still do. They, it's, it's really, they don't realize King James didn't write the Bible. But anyway, I don't want to delay the point. Anyway, I was sitting and reading in Proverbs 3. I'll never forget it. We had, we had one more bean chairs when me and Angie first moved back in, in, the, in the trailer we lived in. I was sitting in that bean chair and I read my red Amplified Bible. And I just got a question. Call Randy and read him that verse. You know what? I ain't doing that. And so I, I read on a while and I just couldn't get it to go away. Are you going to think that's stupid? If I called him and read him a verse out of, out of the blue, he's a pastor. He ought to be reading me a verse. <laughs> right? But you, but, but it flows both ways. So anyway, I, I do, I call, you know, back then you, know, you got the landline. You ain't got no cell phone. <laughs> Got to dial him up. He had to be in office. I said, I don't read you this, uh, Pastor. And uh, I think it was verse 6, 6 or 9. I can't remember exactly what the verse was. And uh, he said, Brother, you ain't going to believe this. I said, what? He said, I just read that and I said, I'd really like to know what that said in the Amplified. And I read him that exact verse. And just many occasions like that over the years with, with, with he and I that you know, we understood how God part. Well, what happened? God was working up here on both of us. That dropped into me, and why? Remember now, up here there's no time; it's just date points of something that needs to happen. See, because God was trying to pull me and Him alongside each other to to to, to get this information y'all getting from this church together. See, so that was the point that I got something from the 4D, and He got something from the 4D because I'm sure. With all the books in his office, he probably could have found an amplified if he needed it, you know. But he was reading that and didn't have time to find the amplified. But at the same time, see, at the point, you, you, you follow me, and that's things that'll happen to you. You begin to call your children, you know, and you begin to say, then they say, "I was just wondering about that. I was just wondering what to do with that." And what? God dropped it in. God dropped it in. Be, start being aware of those things. And don't 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 be afraid to text people a verse. You know, you ain't got to read the verse, but you text them the, the, the chapter, the verse, or whatever. Don't be afraid because you don't know what that drop point is above that lifeline. All right? Don't get anything out of that? Yeah. 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 Yeah.